It doesn't matter what other people's theories are when you've made money. Episode 78 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. We really shouldn't care about theories in business at all. We should care about what works, and then theories should be like an interesting secondary thing. I don't give a fuck if I sleep outside in a motherfucking car tomorrow. I don't care. Yes, things would be better, and it can be rough on the psyche, the spirit, and the back. Sleeping in a car hurts a little bit. But I don't motherfucking care. I I don't give a shit. I'm not going to do what doesn't make sense when I know what makes sense. I'm willing to sit here like a motherfucking child and die out in the wilderness. Because that's how much I believe in what the fuck I'm saying. And if you had experienced what I had experienced, you would feel the same motherfucking way see the thing is i'm already grateful i already have gratitude i already feel great i already feel amazing i love life and i love people and i love myself you know what i even love when i don't love it and it becomes a fucking war and a disaster sometimes at this point i've learned to just make smarter decisions anyways my life is fucking great dude my uh, my father passed away a year older than i am today i believe yeah. So you think that I feel like I haven't already won the lottery? I didn't know I'd even live to be this old. I hadn't imagined life like that. I was like, damn, you could die at any moment, no matter what. So if I'm going to play this motherfucking game of life, I'm going to play it correctly. Which is different than playing it how everybody else says to play it. It's way different. It's way fucking different. So what I did is every time I got paid in business, you know what I did with the money? I used the money to pay consultants. I looked around, I was like, hmm, who already runs a big-ass agency? Who is like somebody who runs a big-ass agency... who I know is worth their salt, who's done business before in many different aspects of life, who understands branding, product development, organizing teams, general business skills, like from the ground up, like a real ass entrepreneur, like not one of these fucking like brand boys, you know what I'm saying? Like a real ass entrepreneur. And I found those people. And I paid them. And I was like, what should I do differently? Knowing straight up that I'd respect whatever they said in their time, but I wasn't going to agree with what every single person said, no matter what. <clears throat> I'm just not that type of person. I would never, I, you couldn't pay me to do it. But I asked all their opinions, and you know what? They were all solid, and they were all dope, and uh, they were genius. And to be honest with you, half the people had the same fucking opinions. And half the opinion was like, dude, stop doing things yourself. Recruit people. Here's the problem. Well, what do you have to have to recruit people? Money, etc., etc. 
There's a lot of like ways to go about business, but here's the thing. That's not how you recruit people. You find people who are who know what they're doing, people who are smart, and people who have enough knowledge in their brain to have a realization. So you're looking for somebody capable of having a realization. And it doesn't matter if you go through one or ten of them have the same objection or 50 of them are like, well, I'm going to need to see eight pamphlets to know that this is how this works, you know. Or if you get to 100 and then everyone says no, okay, we'll go to 200. I guarantee you because I've been doing this long enough. You talk to enough people who seem qualified, enough of them will be qualified, enough of them will want the product, enough of them will be compatible for the product. Pretty much regardless what the product is, because people go buy stores, or uh, I'm sorry, buy toys from the dollar store, right? They get toys from the dollar store that are like these broken ass janky toys. So there's like, if you feel like your product isn't perfect, I mean, that's fine too. People don't understand that. Cool. Then find somebody who's like, I'll settle for this non-perfect thing and then use it to make the product even better. Use that money to make the product even better. You should always aim. I just feel like on a spiritual level to some degree, just, I don't want to overforce that on the audience, but like, on, a, on an emotional, personal level, like you should care about things being good, including your product, including the customer experience, including your life and your life experience. So I just don't see why you wouldn't use the money to make the product better, but maybe that's just me. And so what you do is you get those people and you incentivize them and you make them better and you give them money to push what they're doing to make them better. And it's a process of finding people, you guys coming up with a a, a better goal, with a better vision. And then making it better and better and better and better. And if that hasn't happened, it's because, in my estimation, because you just haven't ran into the right people. It's kind of what sales has taught me. Like, listen, you run into the right people, your whole life changes. Because their life is different, therefore your life has to change if your life is different and you're around them in some way, right? So go find like five other people who get it and put them on a team. You need a salesperson, you need a contractor, and you need somebody who can project organize the entire operation. Yeah, that's what you need. So make a list. I'm telling you like the steps to make. No one's going to listen. It doesn't matter. And for the people who do, they're going to be like, holy shit. Where's this dude's podcast been forever? I know that for a fact, by the way. I know that for a fact, rather I have one, two, three listeners, a million fucking. Li- it doesn't matter. It's just a law of average. There's going to be that one person who runs into this and is like, holy shit, where the fuck has this podcast been? And why does this make so much sense and other shit doesn't? Okay, so you make a list of 50 people that you know who would be amazing at sales. You make another list of 50 people who would be amazing at, or who are already amazing at a product or service that you want to, or maybe you shouldn't care what you want to do. You should look at the market first. So maybe find people who are great at things a, a, a list of 50, right? And get one of those people to say, yeah, they'd work with you and they'd deliver a product and they'd take X percent if you 
help them get customers under your brand. It's kind of just like simple, right? And then you go find the 50 people who you think would be great salespeople or who already are. And you get those people interested. So I'm telling you up front right now, not all those 50 people are going to get it. And that's completely okay. Because everybody gets what makes sense sooner or later. You're looking for the the early buyers, the warm buyers, the early adapters. The people who are like, you know what? I have enough money to try out something and see if it works. Here you go. And you're like, cool, we're going to do everything we can to make this the best experience in the world. And I've yet to meet a person who does everything they can to do something and doesn't like accomplish it. Good thing it's just marketing, right? And not learning how to fly. (laughs) And so, yeah, those are the steps. I'd rather live in the woods than not do that. Like, listen, if you want to use cash as leverage to speed things up, I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm pretty dope at what I do. I will tell you that as far as the organization of all the resources... Right, I don't have a net worth of a hundred million a year. That's a that's that's more of like corporate organizing at that point. Like your business skills will be down way before you ever are in a chair to have to deal with any of that shit. So this is for the people that have business skills, want better business skills, people moving into business skills, and people who are they feel like they're doing great, but they're not quite putting it together. Those people who are right on that edge. Because I just crossed that edge in the past few years and I'm like, hey, I just leaped over the great like wall of what the fuck is going on in business and made it to the other side. And I'm like, hey, this is awesome. I'd like to share this with other people who are also, I mean, I was frustrated, man. I was like, what the fuck? I'm so fucking close, bro. I'm so fucking close. Like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. And, and like, I don't understand it. I know so much about bit. I know this and that, like so many little details, but it's not, there's, I don't know what it is even. I don't know how to say this, but it feels like there's something missing. And it's not something that I need to work 80 years for. I'm missing a realization. I don't need a new resource, a new skill, a new outlook on this. You know, well, you're doing this wrong. That's not what it is. It's not about what I'm doing wrong and then what I need to do right. That's what I learned. It wasn't about what I was doing wrong, what I needed to do right. It was about having an even different realization. And that realization was, why do people do what they do at all? (laughs) Way bigger than the product. Way bigger than the company. Way bigger than me, I guess. Why do people do what they do at all? Like, at all. You do sales long enough, I mean, you have to ask yourself questions why do people what they do what they do at all? Well, because they want the product to know deeper than that. Well, because they need money to know deeper than that. Well, because they have to know deeper than it. Go as deep as you can possibly fucking go with that question. And that's what was missing. Because you need to know what everybody wants at the core of their fucking soul. 
at the core of their soul, my friend. You can't just know what somebody wants tomorrow or what they want for fucking dinner. Like, you have to know what someone wants at the core of their fucking soul. And realistically, it's gratitude. Let me start off there. It's gratitude. Everyone wants to be grateful. Whether grateful or not, it wouldn't make sense to want anything else as a feeling. To truly want. Everyone wants to be grateful. That's what people want. So you need to be grateful and you need to give gratitude out for free. Etc. So I have this shit down to a T. Why would I do anything else ever? I'd rather go. I'm serious. I'd rather die in the fucking woods. Nothing. I don't know anything. But if I've ever known anything, I know what God knows when I say this right now. I'd rather go sleep outside and die in the goddamn woods. Than spend years of my life to obtain what I know to be. Am absolutely certain is the fucking goddamn truth as well as I know the sky is blue and that I have fucking feet under my legs. I know for a fact that I'd rather go die in the motherfucking woods than do things correctly. And so what I was missing was knowing how to recruit people at the core of their soul. Which gave me an even bigger problem, which is what is the core of what I do and what I want to attract. And now I know that more clearer than ever. Gratitude, below that love and respect, below that autonomy to grow, below that valuing time. Those are the things. So the higher up I can recruit a person on that, the more successful life in general will be. If there's a person who has gratitude for the fucking process and they love it, like they actually are like, when I say that I'm actually super grateful for business, it's hard as fuck, but the, it, it always dawns on me how weird it is that I went down this path and continued to do it for so long. And I'm just like, it's weird how many things that I know that I don't even think about. I, I just like have gratitude for how fucking interesting all this has been and people don't see that they're just like how did you make a thousand a hundred after you made a thousand how did you make a thousand a hundred and one and it's like people will never listen but they're just like on the wrong fucking details my friend I'm talking about how awesome it was to learn how to go close deals and have goofy crazy people teach me goddamn sales and I learned how to make money without needing anybody for a goddamn thing in in no time and I learned it from a bunch of fucking crazy interesting ass people who are just walking fucking vessels of understanding of human nature and after doing that long enough I'm just like whoa this is crazy having a breaking point where I kind of get into like what some people I guess would call or see as or I guess like spirituality so to speak because I understood long enough people don't want to hear this either it's fine just to talk uh eventually when you have everything you want you want things that you can't buy 
And yeah, you want cash and cash and cash, of course, but when you have all the cash, you start to want things that you can't buy. Like love and respect. For yourself and other people. And yes, there is a point where you get, you're just like, I have everything. Fuck everyone's love, yada, yada, yada. But that's just a personality thing, because there's tons of people, entrepreneurs, who are like, no, love and respect. Still making the same amount of money as all the people who say that doesn't make any sense. They're making the same amount of money and still have love and respect for themselves and other people. And so when I say this, what I'm getting across to you is what was missing. A deeper understanding of what I and other people want and a deeper level of self-awareness. It was a realization of awareness that I was missing. I didn't need to get better at sales. It's not like fucking filing for an LLC is rocket science. Those, like, you shouldn't... I don't want to be ungrateful or... Like, you should be grateful for every detail. You shouldn't overemphasize, like, Yay, I got an LLC. Great. There's more steps to take. Be grateful for life in general. Like, little baby steps in business, like getting an LLC or organizing this, you should be grateful for it. But it's not like, you shouldn't be like, ah, maybe you should, I guess. But you should keep moving very fast past small steps like that. Okay, that's all I'm getting at. Those are the easy parts. We filed for a... Okay, cool. Back to the actual... Pl- Tons of people file for LLCs and never make a goddamn dollar. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, make a customer super, super satisfied with the outcome of your product. Like, stoop... Like, oh my god. How did we not find these people? Make somebody happy like that. That's when you've succeeded, by the way. That feeling and things going right, like... I can't replace that feeling, bro. I'm just like, cool, something in the universe made sense and people were grateful for it today. This is awesome. And so, I'm only going to, I'm going to talk to like the hundred people on the list, right? And my mental list will say that, right? I just, I talk to people all the fucking time. I don't need to make a list like, like you do. I don't need to make a list because I, but you should, by the way, at these points, but I don't need to make a list because that's all I do anyways, is talk and 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 sell and sell and sell and sell and condense sales and condense sales and condense sales and close. So it's a law of average game. I'm going to talk to a hundred people. I'm going to attract people who are like, I want to make more money in less time. I want to have love and respect for myself and other people, and I'm grateful for the process. Anything below that is not going to be a culture fit. Anything below that creates more problems than it solves. And so, yeah, I'd rather sleep in the car than create problems to solve. And then call myself smart and give myself a pat on the back that everybody else gives herself for their level of creating problems and solving them in their own life. Not everyone's like that. But most of the people who don't see my point of view are like that. That's a fact. So what's a bigger problem? Not 
making 15 an hour or not making 1500 an hour that's how i see it not making 15 is not that big of a problem having to sleep outside is not that big of a problem you're not going that much lower from sleeping inside to be honest but you are going much higher from sleeping inside to sleeping in a mansion with like a, a fucking not just like a king but like a tribal king size bed you know like a motherfucker with like eight tribes like that is actually a difference so why would you work your ass off in the same amount of energy to make 15 that you could make 1500 for in less time and so the problem of sleeping outside is not a big problem in comparison to sleeping inside and sleeping in a mansion there's a much larger gap there so i'm not gonna fucking sweat the petty because it's bad for my goddamn bandwidth and i'd rather die than sweat the petty It's petty to... I'm sorry. Maybe there's something wrong with my brain. It's petty to care about sleeping outside. That is social programming for you to think that you're so privileged that are like, oh, I could never. People used to do it all. The people fucking were like... Society was homeless for most of society of mankind. That's all I'm going to say. Shit, we were born outside. Just like Donkey on Trek. Since we're fucking born outside, it don't really matter. And people think it matters because they're socially programmed and conditioned. We all are. I'm saying at the end of the day, a motherfucker, motherfuckers make a million a year and then travel in a fucking like van they turned into like a, like a house. Like they solved the problem of making 100K, which is way more than the person who solved the problem of sleeping in a house. They actually created problems because now they got to like, now they got to hurry up and get that $15 an hour thing to pay for the house. Now they don't have any time to make any actual progress because they're focused on um, getting small amounts of money. Like a man focusing on getting paid, a man focusing on working rarely has any time to make money. Pretty sure that's a, a direct Dale Carnegie quote, by the way. If you want to like fact check, fact check if what I'm saying makes sense or not. Dale Carnegie quote, a man who spends all day working has no time left to make money. Think about that shit. And so what do I need more than anything in my life? Time to recruit, focus on recruiting, 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 recruiting. Because one in every 100 people is going to be like, let's do it. One in every five of them is going to get it done. So when dollars come in, I can speed up that process. But I'm only doing one fucking important process. Recruiting people smarter than me on a law of average basis. Speeding up that process. End of story. Maybe after that we'll make it... We'll like do A-B tests... Just as like on the odd chance, just like research and development to see if there's faster ways to do our process. But once that, I mean, that's, that's all it is, guys. You don't have to become every single thing in a business. Recruit the people. Recruit 
the motherfucking people build the brand. End of story. Any problem that you can think of right now that's going to happen in there, any one of them, you don't need to think about right now. Why? Because A, there's going to be a person smarter than you are to address and solve that fucking problem. B, after the first dollar comes in, you pay for all the problems to be solved. So it's not like you're going to be like, oh, no, no, person to solve it, money, bam, solved. So recruit people and make the product better. What I was missing was in recruiting people, what am I recruiting them for? Retention. Like, how am I keeping that? What am I really creating that's going to make this machine continue to grow instead of just make a dollar real quick? I was like, ah, I got to find the most qualified people to get the job. And I'm like, what do those people want? And what do people want? They want luxury, especially when they already have money, a.k.a. better service, less amount of time, better experience in general. Luxury is product plus art solution plus art. They want uh, to understand the value of their own time values what they want they want direct value on a silver platter they want love respect and gratitude on a silver platter that's what i realized ah now i'm self-aware i'm like we all do what we do for love and respect so have love and respect for yourself and others and give it out for free and give it out more than anybody because it's free and it doesn't lose its value when you give it out and that leads us to a sustainable thing we call gratitude Gratitude being another thing that doesn't lose its value when you give it out. The source of things that when you give it out, it doesn't lose its value. And so I need something more valuable than money, and I need something more valuable than, quote-unquote, the way that people usually spend the rest of their other time. And what could be more valuable than spending your time being grateful instead of gaining gratitude? nothing so I focus time on being grateful to attract the people who've already moved up Maslow's hierarchy in the economy and society and the higher I go on that hierarchy the more qualified the person is in their domain is the way I see it it's called self and emotional awareness in many ways but we're a developed psyche or a developed human being, or someone in equilibrium in the jungle. doesn't matter, it's all the same thing. And so to attract the best talent, I have to attract people who are focused on gratitude. That's who I have to attract. People who are focused on gratitude. And so, yeah, one in every 500 people will be the right person for that. So I know my goal, everybody else, while I'm doing that, is spending their time becoming the best salesperson for me to snag up after that, becoming the best tech person for me to snag up, becoming the best this, becoming the best at these things. And everyone wants to know what I'm doing with my time. I'm playing my role. So then when people say, like, what are you doing playing my role? How are you qualified for that? Well, it's all I use my time on. What do you use your time on? What do you use your money on? What do you use your resources on? You should mind that and become the best at that and be 
rewarded for being the best at the thing that you're the best at. That's how building a great team works. And so maybe project management is what I'm getting at here, guys. But see, that's what I was missing. Understanding my job is to recruit the best player and have the best strategy created by the best players. That's all. What would I use my cash for? Building the business better and better and better. What do I get out of that? I don't know. Your average person can't put on your resume that they did B2B sales, closed the clients, delivered the product, managed the team, managed the salespeople, managed the marketers, did the payment processing in the country and internationally, set up the LLC, set up the bank account, did the legal requirements involved, um, got, created the content, made standards of procedures for people to get the jobs done, including the sales, marketing, uh, created a brand, had clients that are successful, have client testimonials. Uh, like, people can't, like, do that. Like, you got to put shit like that on your resume. So I'll get that. Like, so imagine, oh, oh no, I didn't get paid, but I built a million-dollar company. Which actually, no, it's kind of shit. Like a, like a $10 million company. Oh, no, I said that. I'm speaking in old old terms. I'm speaking in economy from, like, 1960. But, like, say I built a $100 million company. Do you think it would be hard for me to work anywhere on the planet? Let alone do it again? So, again, what I'm doing is taking all the resources and reinvesting it in the resource that got me here to begin with, which is just doing my work. And so if I get paid, all the money goes back to what? Doing my work, where the payment came from to begin with. It's like the Bhagavad Gita. It doesn't matter. That's all I'm going to do is what I know my role and my job to be, absolutely. Recruiting. Teams, assimilating. Teams, executing with teams. Being grown as a leader by my teams. I recruit the people who see the most holes in my strategy to make my strategy better. Have people red team me the most, a.k.a. look for the holes in my strategy, my communication style. I want people who be like, you need to do things like this. Knowing that I will not agree with everything they say, but will take into consideration so that I can grow as a leader. So everything I do goes back to the same thing. The work that I do. That's it. And since I do the work to do the work, because I know... That the problem making a million is a bigger problem than going from 15 an hour to homeless. I would rather sleep outside than not do what makes sense and works. Because that's a small ass problem to solve. Making a million is not. I'm focused on that. So since that bigger problem is more important, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, which isn't much. It's just doing the work involved and focusing your time and attention on that. And I'm dedicated to that. And to be honest with you, it's really fucking easy. The hard part is, um, I guess it's just the time. Finding the right people to speed up the time the process takes. That's, I mean, I got the time down to like, you could call a CEO in about an hour or two and close a deal. And I'm saying an hour or two, a good salesperson, like an hour. 
Come on, dude. Their job is to market. They opened a business. It's not a hard customer. You already know they're qualified. They own a fucking business, dude. Are you qualified to have to do marketing? You own a business. It's not like any other product where you're like, should you change this? It's like, no, 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 no. You signed up when you started this. This isn't just a background. This is part one of the three-step process of a business, my friend. That's part one. Right? Part one of the business is to make sure people know about the business so they can buy your product. That's why we're here. That's why people do what we do. And it makes a lot of sense to me. I've already talked to people in the area about getting their stuff going. Talking to this person this person. So we might as well sit down and take no more than five or ten minutes. Worst come to worst, you'll know what to fix. Just like we're helping all the rest of these companies, you'll know exactly what we're doing and what you could do to get the same thing. That's why people are happy about it. So, makes sense. Yada, 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 yada. You get what I'm saying. What a lot of this comes down to is like, I can do the sales, I can do the this, I can do the marketing, blah, 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 blah. But finding the person to speed up those things, like I can lose six, I can lose $7,000 for three months and just use that time to focus on recruiting because the the $70,000 in the next three months after that, that I'll make from doing that is a bigger problem than the fucking $7,000 in the next three months. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bigger problem. Or whatever, like, say it's 6 k a month. $18,000, way smaller of a problem than making 70000 in two months. So I'll take the loss because it, it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter if you don't make 15 an hour. It matters if you don't make 1000 an hour. If you want to talk about matter and what the definition of that means... The smartest thing you could do is make a thousand an hour. Why would I even be worried about making a hundred an hour or ten? Why would I even be worried about that? Like that's not a. If you even want to think of the world in problem solution paradigms, that's not even an important problem, dude. A hundred an hour isn't even a problem to solve. That's not even worth moving. That makes no fucking sense. And so I understand value, and I understand the value of my time, and I understand love and respect and gratitude. Gratitude says, listen, dude, my life's going great. I'm not really going to leave a state of gratitude for a hundred an hour. I'm not even going to move because I don't need anything, because I'm so grateful that a hundred an hour wouldn't change my mood or my experience at all. Therefore, it has no value at all. Now, a thousand an hour... I might be at the, the low spiritual state, whatever it takes, whatever you want to call it or whatever, to where thousand hour, okay, I'll deal with a little bit of a small amount of customer like feedback and, and communication, difficult communication skills for a day or two, you know, for like an hour or two. That's worth my time. But man, I'd rather fucking sleep outside and die than worry about a hundred an hour. I'm so serious. Like it's a smaller problem to solve. Than making a thousand an hour. And so that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Is my team is not figuring out how to make money. We're figuring out how to make money in a less amount of time. Meaning putting together a team who can 
you shouldn't want to know how to do everything in a business. I've been down this trail a million and one times. You shouldn't. That is not the best use of your time. That's a big waste of your fucking time. That's going to make you like you're too worried about making a thousand more instead of a hundred thousand more. If you wanted to make a hundred thousand more, you'd have to make a team all over again. So you might as well start with the team and develop that team, develop that product, develop that brand and build and build and build and build. And so what do I need most right now? Time to recruit in, in spirit and listen to spiritual books so that I know down to the spiritual core what's really important and matters to people. And the people who are most self-actualized will be most attracted and it will work out the best and they'll save the most amount of time because uh, they don't place false problems in front of their way to get to the feeling of gratitude. They already have it. So they have more bandwidth and they can speed up time for the processes. That's all I need. That's literally it. And so I enjoy the process. I don't care about being to the end of this process. I mean, it's going to happen. It'll be great. But there's a million other processes at the end of that. I'm worried about those 10 million other processes. Including bringing self-awareness and gratitude to the world. That's a whole different problem, man. That's a way bigger problem than making a thousand an hour. And so, yeah, that's how you start a business, my friends. Find a contractor, find a salesperson, organize the delivery of the product institutionally, meaning all the LLCs, the American law stuff you have to do, and project management-wise, meaning everyone's job gets done easy and they have the tools to do it, and it's great. So, yeah, I love you guys. I I hope you don't overcomplicate this. I like overcomplicating it for fun because podcasts are enjoyment and fulfilling but at the end of the day it's not that complex find a contractor find a salesperson sell the product Uh, i was taught as a salesperson entrepreneur young to make everything hard find the person who doesn't need the product and and try to find how it matches their needs i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna make everyone who doesn't need the product get the fuck out of my way and hope they have a good day And go find the people who actually need the product. And I'm going to screen them to make sure the right client. If they are the right client, they're buying my product, period. If they're not, it's a waste of time. American Entrepreneur Podcast. Much love. Go build a business.